Hello, everyone, and welcome to They're Not Cousins, a 90s anime podcast by three ladies who love anime but are bad at watching it. I'm Josie. I'm Allie. And I'm Cassie. Hello again to our friends and our dear darling listeners. Uh, We're very, very excited because this week we're not just doing the thing that we normally do. That is to say, having an hour-long conversation complaining about Tuxedo Mask's choice of toothpaste flavor or whatever. Because this is a special bonus episode we're making with the help of our favorite podcasting rivals. Mostly so that I can have a break from hunting for sound drops of Luna being disappointed in all of us. Which she is. (laughs) (laughs) For this extra special episode, we're actually talking with our friendly nemeses over at Kawaii Disappointment, PJ, Skylar, and Casey. Hi! Sagoy or something. (laughs) (laughs) Completely right. Completely accurate. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, I'm, I'm very glad to finally have a couple of guys on the podcast so someone can tell us how bad and wrong our favorite anime uh, choices are. <laughs> I have uh, a lot of bad news to break to you. Oh no! <laughs> so unfortunately, Casey doesn't know enough about anime to have an opinion about it, and I am not that bad of a person. Oh, oh crap! Surprisingly, <laughs> doesn't mansplain. <laughs> what? Well, actually, <laughs> Skylar. <laughs> um, actually. <laughs> Allie, I thought that we had, like, finally found someone who could take us down and show us the error of our ways. What happened? So I think that what it was, was they, they reached out to us, and they were, like, actually nice people, and so, like, I mean... We, we just got confused. Yeah, I was doing my best to be evil, but, like, sometimes the best laid prines go awry, you know what happens every time we take too many star seeds. like, sometimes, like, it just doesn't go, doesn't go right. No, I said I'm not doing any editing, we're not doing that skit again, that was so much editing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I thought I had to do the bit. <laughs> no, we're not LARPing this episode. Um, Thank God. <laughs> no, I actually, I wanted to start out by knowing a little bit or hearing about the origins of your podcast, um, Kawaii Disappointment. Specifically from Casey's perspective, how did this happen? You were a healthy, normal person at one point, right? <laughs> Science has not decided that to be true yet, but uh, oh. <laughs> but I will take you through the rich origin. Picture it. Sicily, 1912. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, uh, I have a um, deep friendship with uh, my co-hosts, uh, PJ and Skylar, that has gone back 10 years or more, maybe. And they always have been telling me about like, I'll, you know, it kind of sounds like the Charlie Brown teacher, like, wah, wah, wah. But it's like more saying like, <laughs> weeb, 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 something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and like I'm just like okay it's my time to disassociate and think about something I care about but I've decided to since um, take an investment in a, a piece of their life that they love so much so I asked them to show me uh, the way of the podcast and they had already been thinking about doing an anime related podcast because that's an original thing that nobody else is doing so um, yeah. <laughs> they uh, <That> tracks. <laughs> yep. well <laughs> We have our origin story goes a little bit like deeper than that. Okay, all right. We should hear both sides here. Ooh, I do, although yeah, I do like Casey's brand of like I did this to help uh, save my failing friendship with these people. Yes, <laughs> I'm very giving in that way. Where I would just constantly disassociate. Yes, absolutely. So- Basically, um, I have like huge FOMO, and PJ mm. already had a D and D podcast with his other best friend. Mm. So I wanted to have a podcast too. And Casey 
likes to hear the sound of his own voice. And so he just mm, wanted so to be good. a part of it. And we were actually going to have a Charmed podcast. And oh. PJ, what was the name you came up with? The Power of Three. Oh, okay. I thought it was oh, a little more funny. That's what you well, wanted. <laughs> that's what you wanted. The T is spelled. I, I thought it was something funnier. No, you no. came up with it. Oh, whatever. Yes, we were going to do a Charmed podcast. And it just like never really like we just didn't really do anything with it. And PJ, uh, we we got super involved with just being on TikTok and his TikTok uh, username was Kawaii Disappointment. And I like spent like a full like 40 minutes laughing at that name. And I thought it was so funny. And then months later, I was just like bored because it's the pandemic. And I was like, mm-hmm. wait, let's just take the name Kawaii Disappointment and do an anime podcast and let's make Casey watch anime. Because I'm- like <laughs> it was very self-serving on my part because I want to watch anime. I wanted to have a podcast. That's so good. Mm Because like literally when when uh, when PJ reached out to me, I was like, oh, my God, this is the fucking best podcast name I have ever heard in my life. And I'm mad about it. Yes. (laughs) Something like like, these are clearly people that I would get along with. (laughs) And love about PJ is like he could come up with like a pun like so perfect and so funny that like it fills me with a rage because of like how funny it is. Yeah, I was like, and, and in the fire of that rage was forged a podcast. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Like, I, I really enjoy thinking that of all the things that came out of coronavirus, like our two podcasts are the worst things that happened. <laughs> <laughs> it too is infectious. Gosh, but luckily these have not gone viral. No, yes, it's true. It's true. <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, that's fantastic. Thank you. I love I love learning that you got your name first and then just kind of went forward with it. That's great. We <laughs> agonized over they're not cousins versus they aren't cousins, and one just kind of flowed a little bit better. And we said, well, hope this works. So uh, yeah. Well, when PJ told me about your guys's podcast, he was just like, oh yeah, there's this podcast. They're not cousins. And I was just like, wait, what? And he's like, yeah, it's Sailor Moon. I was like, that's literally so fucking funny. That's so genius. <laughs> Oh, I'm so glad. I was a little um, surprised it wasn't taken. Uh, so yeah, yeah, seriously, yeah, because uh, I, I, I think that I had come up with it. Like I think that I like because we, we we had been talking about it at like my birthday party <laughs> uh, before Corona actually hit. Like uh, yeah. you know, we should actually do a podcast. Like what are we gonna call it? I don't know. And then I feel like I sat up in bed and was like. I think I've done it. <laughs> it's that like scene from the Boondock Saints where they have like a vision. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. I love Norman Reedus. Can, are we going to oh. talk about Norman Reedus now? Yes, we are. This is now a Norman Reedus Fun podcast. Fact, my dad knows Norman Reedus. <gasps> what? Get out Skyler's of here. dad was in Fun Boondock fact. Saints, and uh, we hear about it a lot. What? Like, how did how did you? So, if you've seen Boondock Saints, you know the giant, tall Russian mobster that gets a toilet thrown on his head. <laughs> oh. That's Skyler's dad. Yep. Oh, interesting. Wow. Is he okay? <laughs> uh, he's okay now. I think it might have knocked something loose in the head, but he's okay now. Okay, good. I'm glad because toilets are heavy. I think. <laughs> They might be. Yeah, although that is not the worst thing that happened to anyone in that movie from what I remember. No. Mostly I just remember the fucking rope scene. They also scene, but... set his ass on fire and he said that was more painful than getting the toilet. <laughs> and the toilet gave him a concussion. Oh, and that's no. how he found out Canada has uh, universal health care. 
Oh, mm. I'm so sorry. I was making a joke. Oh my god. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's okay. <laughs> this is the 90s. That is wow. Oh goodness. I, I just think that's. <laughs> It was the 90s. It definitely was. Speaking of the 90s, uh, I'm going to like, change the <laughs> subject completely. <laughs> yeah. Um, we are ostensibly a Sailor Moon podcast here, or that's what our marketing says. So I love I- it. Love it. <laughs> An anime I've watched. Yay. Yeah, yes. I know. So I wanted to like get each of your experiences with it or like as as a group what your overall thoughts are about Sailor Moon and like where you're coming from and uh all that good stuff cuz we're obviously we're fans. We don't we're not very good at watching it, but we try. We, <laughs> we really do. I'll go first cuz I probably have the shortest one compared to Skylar and Casey. Yeah. I knew about Sailor Moon growing up. I knew it existed, but it wasn't even like I avoided it cuz I was like, "Oh, I'm a boy, and that's a girl show." Like I literally just somehow always missed like (laughs) whatever time block it was in was not the time block i was watching tv my first Mm. real exposure to sailor moon how explicit does your podcast really get okay so it generally doesn't get that explicit i put the explicit tag on because i fucking swear like a fucking sailor sometimes Um, but people should be aware that we are not doing this for children. Okay, so my first exposure to sailor moon really was a sailor moon (laughs) Ex Goku porn that I found <gasps> yes! on the internet as a child, yes! and I was like, so and yes. the weird part for me was that the thing I took from it was like, I really like the character designs for Sailor Moon, <laughs> <laughs> and not even like on a sexual oh, level. Like no. I was like, wow, I really like these outfits. Like I like those boots a lot. <laughs> She seems powerful. (laughs) And with that, I still didn't get too much Sailor Moon until one day I was super sick and my mom let me stay home from school and I was going through my sister's VHSs to see what I wanted to watch and there was Sailor Moon Super S and I put, I popped it in while I was eating my like toasted bread because that's all I can stomach at the time and I have this very fond, very vivid memory of watching Sailor Moon Super S the movie while being sick at home and it created such a positive connotation for Sailor Moon that I then later on went on and watched some of the original. Didn't watch the rest until I got with Skylar. And that's my Sailor Moon story. Nice. I love it. I was going to say wholesome, but like parts of that were wholesome. Parts of it were <laughs> yes. wholesome. The other parts were wholesome. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, what about Skylar? So so you watched it uh, when you were younger, I assume. Yes. Yeah, so it was very like revolving door with my cousin because she was super into Dragon Ball Z, and I had like I did not care about it at all. So like she would be watching Dragon Ball Z, and they would end. And she would leave and I would come in and Sailor Moon would start. So that's kind of like how everything started. Fun fact, I found out that she was watching it and that she ended up transitioning. So and Sailor Mm. Moon really helped her with that. So it was a great, good time. Yeah. Nice. And then I just stayed obsessed with it, and I still am so ridiculously obsessed with it to this day, to the point where, like, all my gifts, like, from people are usually, like, Sailor Moon related. Yes. And through Sailor Moon Crystal, like, just really reinvigorated the love that I had for it. But as a child, I didn't have access to season five, so I was making, Mm. like, a lot of assumptions (laughs) and, like, was, like, in just the darkest parts of the internet trying to figure out how to watch it. (laughs) 
and I just like couldn't. So it's just like, I know these people turn are like boys, but they turn into girls and they look hot in both <laughs> forms. Also, Chibi Chibi, I'm pretty sure that's Chibi Usa's uh, like daughter from the future. So yeah. like... <laughs> Lots nope, of just non-contextual yes. <laughs> guesses. Yeah. That's not exactly. a bad assumption. I mean, we have like Usagi, Chibi Usa, and then Chibi Chibi, right? Aww. Right. Mm-hmm. So, little kid logic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is interesting that the like unifying link that we have here is Dragon Ball Z and Sailor Moon being kind of like linked at the hip. Yeah. And I feel like mm. it's that kind of speaks to the time era the the time era oh my god <laughs> this is an isekai <laughs> yeah it's it's the time period that you know there was so little on but like when you saw the art style of these shows it just kind of grips you it just grabs you and says like this is what you want to watch now and um yeah i, I definitely relate to that yeah, so I'd love to hear from you, Casey, as well, since you, you've you watched this show. This is, you, you can tell us now whether or not it's a Kawaii disappointment. We don't have to do the rest of the episode. Oh my gosh, <laughs> totally. Out of the animes I've seen, let me tell you, this is, like, my favorite one. Uh, like, it is a total Kawaii success. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I watched, like, when I was younger, I would watch it before, like, I was a big Power Rangers fan, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. I don't mm. know if you guys jam with that. But um, mm-hmm. I would, like, I guess on the channel I was watching, like, they'd play, like, random Sailor Moon episodes before that and so I kind of gotten like a little bit saw saw it a little bit and um, I really liked it but I could never was never there to follow it because I was all about the Power Rangers Mm -hmm. and then um, as like growing up obviously I was you know I had friends that were super into it and then Skylar being super into it was a big thing and but I think what really made me like get more interested in like go back and rewatch the whole series, watch Crystal, watch uh, the movies was I saw a friend of mine who was super into Sailor Moon. She said, hey, they're showing Sailor Moon R at the theater. Let's go watch it. Let's like, like they, yes. they serve drinks and we can go drink and watch Sailor Moon R. And I'm like, perfect. So, <laughs> and I remember going and I was like, just mystified because oh, I, I obviously love who do we all love the Sailor Scouts like they're amazing. And, but then also Fiore in that movie. I was like, oh, they're doing some gay <laughs> stuff yeah. in this. I love this. Wait, was I with you for this? Because you and I also saw Promise of the Rose in theaters. No, you and I watched um, Super S and S and Super S together. I think we've also watched R together, too. Yeah, it was also in the theaters because then I went to San Diego with you to with to see I think Super S with Mariah in theaters. Which I will always think of them saying Black Dream Hole over and over again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they do. That really is <laughs> what what is that movie rated? <laughs> is that also Sailor Moon R? <laughs> <laughs> No, that's it's where the great. R came from. Yeah, yeah, but the, it's Sailor Moon's amazing. Like, I love it. I've been excited for this collaboration because I am so frustrated that Sailor Moon Eternal that is being released this year is not in America yet, and I'm like, how can I get my dirty hands on this? I want it so bad. <laughs> I, I assume, assume piracy. Mm, yeah, yeah. I want to. I want a real. Ex- I want a real movie experience. Like, I will yeah, go back to I theater want for the this movie experience too. I bet the, they probably will release it someplace special, but probably not in Massachusetts. So we're seeing the the Demon Slayer movie tonight, and mm. so like it's gonna get released just eventually. Exactly, and Cass, I know that they they tend to do anime at the uh, at the Hamster Mall. Oh, <laughs> Hamster Mall? No. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> it's the Hampshire Mall. It's a, it's a mall for hamsters, but only the hamsters can see the movie. 
It's so tiny. Exactly. <laughs> the tiny screen. Yeah. Uh, and th- there's like the first exactly of this episode. Sorry, Josie. Um, uh, it's fine. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like so, so they tend to they tend to show anime up there, which is where Bob and I went and saw something. Penguin Highway. We saw Penguin Highway, and it was such a delightful movie. Oh, I know. I'm sometimes so... they show it at the Academy of Music t- as well. Yeah. Interesting. Anyway. I I find it strange that I am also from the same state that you guys are in, but I have no idea what this hamster mall is. I'm just so. <laughs> there should have been a pamphlet. <laughs> It's, it's over by you, Mass. <laughs> okay, interesting, interesting. Well, another thing that I did want to ask about is anime cons. It's something that was very um, important to my experience growing up. Anime Boston is kind of mm. in our neck of the woods, and that was something. It was a new con when I was growing up, and so I went like every year that the con existed up until you know I kind of got sick of it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not anime Boston specifically, but just kind of the con scene. Like you get to a mm. point where it's like I'm just not. You know, I'm I'm not really here for it. Although I think that has changed over the course of the last year for reasons. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But, yep. <laughs> who's to know? We just saw a TikTok of like a masked convention, like that literally happened like a week ago or something. That seems like a bad idea. I agree. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gonna veto uh, that. Yeah. <laughs> Not yet. Nope. No thanks. How many how many times does humanity have to go through this before we figure this shit out? I don't Can I, I just... even make it a little worse for you guys? They closed yeah. down a vaccination site to run the convention there. Oh, I'm so mad. No. <laughs> no. This is the best thing anime site. has ever done. No. <laughs> anime we're sending you back to Japan. <laughs> anime was a mistake in America. <laughs> America, you don't deserve this. No, absolutely. Oh my god, that makes me so mad. <laughs> Putting that anger aside, though, do we have like, do we have any interesting like con stories or interesting things about like what the cons are like out west with you guys or or anything like that? Just uh, talking about your experiences a little bit. Casey, do you have any con? experience i have not been to an anime con <laughs> but i have been to rupaul's drag con Ooh, yes. that's fun. i did get to meet catwoman so it was exciting <laughs> i like i like con i like the con i went to i i think it's because i haven't gone to too many i could be like i would have to space it out because it's like overwhelming for me at mm. least with all like the people and everyone's like at a, like a level 10 and i'm like you know before like I've like woken up. I'm like pretty terrible. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. And then you throw the unwashed masses oh, into so it stinky con at anime cons. Ugh. But I mean, concert. I mean, I literally don't know how they are everywhere else. But like, we are literally the most populous state in the country. And we have like the biggest convention centers, and they are still already filled to the brim with people. Bloated. Like, yeah. I will say that's my biggest thing about cons. Where where I stopped kind of being as into cons is I remember what it was kind of still kind of niche. Like you went to cons if you were mm-hmm. really into the stuff, and it was super cool and super wild. And as time kind of went on, more and more people started going, which is great. I love that there's more exposure. But like it went from like you could comfortably kind of walk around a Comic-Con or an anime expo to like it's like a nightmare to traverse like from one hall to the next. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. PJ and I went to anime expo a couple of years ago as uh, Greg and Rose Quartz from Steven Universe. Oh, yay. And I had like. (laughs) converted my wedding dress like you know just as like an easy fix for rose quartz and it was such a nightmare to like move around because there was just Mm -hmm. so 
many people. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh god, especially with the the hair. I I also have cosplayed Rose Quartz and that is a Ugh. nightmare. <laughs> Send a picture, I want to see. Uh I will try to find one. It was from a drag performance, so like all of the lighting is super bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to do anything with hair. So I literally Mm. bought like three wigs and just wore one wig and sewed the other two like on uh, like a basically just a bump it. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. Sounds about right. You're classy compared to what I did. I did fucking hot glue between the wefts of the uh, the wigs. It was bad. (laughs) Yeah. My Peridot wig was held together with glue and hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is very really fitting my, for Peridot. Yeah. My, my pearl wig hurt me. Oh, God. That was that was a tragedy in every sense of the word. Oh, God. The pictures. There's just like, oh. it's like watching somebody get, you, you see a picture of somebody that got hit by a car. And just like, Allie, what happened? It's like, my pearl cosplay. <laughs> so the, the, the wig was too small for my head. And so it was digging into my forehead, but progressively because it was so heavy, because we didn't, we also don't know wigs. It just was being pulled backwards. So it was falling off in like all of the pictures. <laughs> and it took like a year for, uh, for the war wound to go away on my forehead. <laughs> oh my this- gosh. <laughs> the funny thing is, cause wigs always fall off your head, Allie. You <laughs> were do. like, oh, this wig feels so much more secure than usual. <laughs> You were just, you were almost a little bit delighted on how much it wasn't falling off your head. And then you took it off. And yeah, it was, it was quite the, the wound. It was like you had a headband scar on your forehead. So uh, we hadn't finished like all of Steven Universe when we had gone. And literally we had like walked in and someone was just like, oh my God, I love your rose quartz cosplay. Oh, I mean, and PG oh. and I were like, what? Oh, no. Like, <laughs> like it's on, it's our fault. But like, but it wasn't, like... I will say it wasn't even like the series that ended. That episode had just come out. Like <laughs> literally like the day before. You know what? Can I also add to this, to the <sighs> drama of this convention specifically that we're speaking of? It was 106 degrees in LA for the entire weekend. Oh, geez. Gross. Oh, oh my God. God. So, oh, can you imagine yeah. in convention cosplay. sweat? In cosplay, already oh, no. yep. 106 degrees in LA. That's actually yep, hell. It is. That's in the yeah. Bible. If you like, check the <laughs> first page, and it's like hell. Go to this page. That it's a picture of that. Yeah, yeah. My cousin and I went to Anime Expo in like 2008. I want to say something like that. 2009. Regardless, you know, it was a long time ago at this point. And I was cosplaying uh, Twilight Princess Zelda. Oh. That sounds so pretty. Thank you. It came out okay, except you know I don't understand how armor works. So you know, yeah, it's fine. Uh, I thought the but, armor turned out pretty good, actually. Well, thank you. Yeah, for for my lack of. In- uh, my lack of experience with it, but I just I I remember like walking from the hotel room and getting into the convention center, being like, I am never leaving the sanctity of this air conditioning ever again. <laughs> like, just bury me in one of the empty halls. Is there an empty hall? No. Oh, absolutely necessary. That actually kind of raises an interesting question, uh, Casey. So, if you haven't been to an anime con, have you considered it? And have you thought about cosplays of characters that you might want to do from the shows that you guys have watched so far? Oh gosh, yes. Well, okay. So not specifically to a con, but I guess I would do it for a con also because I don't know when we're getting out of this, you know, hellish nightmare that is this <laughs> pandemic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and on that positive note. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I did 
have a drink. So I've never, I've never done drag before. And I was like, you know, I'm about to be 30 this year. I was like, it's a rite of passage. I should do it like once, you know, it's fun part of the community. And like, so Mm -hmm. I wanted to get me and my friends to do uh, all the Sailor Scouts. And I wanted to do Sailor Venus because she's my favorite. And so I would do that for like a con maybe once. If I don't do it for Halloween, it'll be for a con. Hell yeah. That'd be fun. I think it'd be great cool. You'll have like a whole troop of Sailor Venus together. Yes. <laughs> Me and Josie also love Sailor Venus. Oh my god. She's the best. <laughs> it'll be like the Squirtle Squad, except it'll be like Sailor Venus Squad. It'll be all of us. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> we need the sunglasses. I guess it would be the mask, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. All the Sailor Bees. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. Uh, Casey, you belong here. I know. I'm coming over right now. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> what did we just say? <laughs> Gosh, what about um, what about you guys? So, any other? God, I'm not sure what would be a more interesting question. Like past cosplays that have gone well, or maybe future cosplays that you guys are thinking of, uh, PJ and Skylar. So I was really obsessed with just reusing my wedding dress because it, you know, it costs like a lot of money. So mm-hmm. I will be converting that into a Queen Serenity costume as well. That's what yes. I thought. Yeah, that'd be great. Because when Casey posited that idea, he kind of like fringe invited me and he already had a Sailor Moon like cast, but like everyone was already cast. So I was like, well, I'll just be fucking uh, Princess Serenity and like go as that. And I have a very like 40s swing style dress picked Ooh. out that I will be making into her dress and so it'll be very like flapper day at Disneyland kind of style but oh that sounds so lovely on that note I want to just let everyone know so yeah I invited Skylar to, to be Sailor Moon so it was a real stretch for her to change that to be Serenity like wow <laughs> no, big deal. no. Sailor break. Moon was already picked out I thought no you were gonna be you were Sailor Moon and then PJ was gonna be Tuxedo Mask <laughs> I don't. I thought. You guys, she's trying to make me look bad. Like, I will say as the one in our podcast of two people with bad memories, I am going to have to side with Skylar on this one. Casey's probably <laughs> right. And I probably was like, I'm unworthy to be Sailor Moon. But you'd be and... Princess Serenity, much more important Sailor Moon. <laughs> uh, yeah, because I could be in a full length dress. I would I wouldn't do Tuxedo Mask, but I would do Prince and Dimian. I would do Prince and Dimian in a different kind of way. Yeah, I was gonna say I, me too. Wait, 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 hang on. We have a we have a standing precedent here where anything Darian involved is not good. <laughs> it's true. Casting at Jimmy is the fucking worst. He is. <laughs> but maybe Although, when he was on the moon we he was better. Oh yeah, that's true. He's just the worst. Although I can't imagine a tuxedo mask cosplay where you have like the checkered shoes and he's just part of a ska band that is like other tuxedo mask cosplayers. Like I'd be into that. <laughs> it's just the tuxedo shirt like that oh, so no. many people wear to prom. Heck yeah. Yes. <laughs> I love that for you, PJ. (laughs) I'm going to be Scott Tuxedo Mask. I'm a huge Tuxedo Mask apologist, and I, like, will always, like, defend him in, like, a whole bunch of, like, different categories. So, like, I won't be confrontational, but, like, I will defend him, depending on what it is. (laughs) He's such a dick. I just, I, all right, I guess we can't really complain about it too much because, like, we're still super, super early into the show. We're on episode, <laughs> <True>. like, eight. <laughs> but all I can say is, so far, up to episode eight, not good. If I can give comments, if I can give reviews. like We're doing notes after the show, not good. 
I literally just remembered the format of your show and I'm like talking specifically based off Crystal and the manga and like the original manga. Mm. Uh, yeah. So the the nineties tuxedo mask, I don't know. Can him. I say nineties nineties Sailor Moon lovely. It was such a fun experience to watch. Arguably the worst version of Sailor Moon. Whoa. Oh, oh. Whoa. so we we're, we're frenemies after all. We're we're oh, kicking yes. you off the podcast. <laughs> PJ, wow, that was a short episode. PJ, you gotta go. I mean, you only kicked me off the podcast. They're still there. <laughs> Can I say, Worst Sailor Moon is still better than 99% of most anime. I agree. Ah, yeah. I just, I can't understand why you would think, like, Sailor Moon Crystal is better than original Sailor Moon. Yeah, and let's that is get the into hill this. I will die Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Let's let, let's talk about that. I, I know that I, I've only I've only watched the first season of Crystal and had been thoroughly disappointed and sad. Skylar, I'll let you. So take change this, my mind. You're the Crystal. <laughs> yeah. You're the Crystal. Change player. my mind. <laughs> so what I really enjoy about Crystal is just I okay. So literally, like the rivalry between Ray and Usagi, like is so like awful. Like it literally kills like a lot of the love that I do have for the original like anime it just it's so mean-spirited and like again like tuxedo mask in the 90s version so mean-spirited and it's just like oh like he's useless blah 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 uh you know like all these things and like I think a problem a lot of people had with crystals it's like too fast paced uh they don't feel like it's developed enough but I feel like if you continue watching like it really does uh like make you fall in love with it like everyone is just like so kind but also like realistic like usagi is annoying in a very like okay she is a 14 year old girl like this is so like real and like the best example i have would be literally episode one when uh she first gets like her powers and stuff Mm -hmm. when she uh in the 90s one luna has to force her to go you know save naru like she doesn't want any part of it like it's a whole thing and like she's freaked out like understandably because again she is a 14 year old girl and in crystal she's like oh this is a dream i'm not really about this blah 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 but then she hears like naru like crying and she immediately like was just like oh shit i gotta save my friend and like runs to her and then realizes that she doesn't know how to fight like and i just really like that she like prioritizes that it's way more darker like the amount of times there's like a fucking murder suicide (laughs) (laughs) throughout like this series is like too many because a lot of people are just like oh i hate tuxedo mask because like he doesn't do anything he doesn't serve a purpose he just gets kidnapped but like he he isn't there to save sailor moon he literally just shows up and it's like you know how to do this like you're so good at what you do and i believe in you and you rock it every time and she's always like you know what you're right thank you love you and like just like saves the day like he isn't there to save her he isn't there to have to fight everyone and i just he like sees her as a person not as a thing to save not as an object and like it just seems more like female positive than the original. And again, like mm. just so many aspects of the 90s is so mean spirited. And I think that's mm. why I like Crystal so much. Also, I fucking hate Chibiusa. But Same. in Sailor Moon Crystal, <laughs> I love Chibiusa. She's so like better written and she acts like a child going through trauma and she isn't like annoying and bratty just to be like, you know, like 
I'm a little brat, I'm annoying, blah, 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 to, like, cause conflict. Like, the conflict that they have, uh, you know, Sailor Moon's jealous of her because, like, she's taking away attention. And she literally is like, I don't know why I'm jealous of a child. Like, I don't know why. It's irrational, but I understand, like, love isn't always rational. And then Chibusa is just like, I just saw my fucking mom and everyone that I love die. And it's my fault. And I don't know what to do about it. So anytime she's annoying, she's like acting out because she's dealing with that trauma. Uh, And hmm. I feel like you don't really get a lot of that in the original 90s. And so yeah, that's (laughs) thank you for coming to her TED talk. Thank you for your TED talk. Yeah. Wow, that sounds like a completely different show. Uh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I, I know that for, for me, um, like I, I read the manga and I enjoyed it. Spoiler alert: I don't generally like manga that much because I read really quickly and because I have aphantasia, I can't see pictures in my mind. So, like when I when I read it, I'm really just reading the text, and when there's not a whole lot of text to go off of, I'm kind of like, eh, I I read it, whatever. So my disappointment with Crystal was that it was following the manga so closely, mm. and okay. uh, you know, you know, for better or for worse, right? You know, again. In my dotage, uh, like I, I felt like you know, like I wasn't ready to give it you know a chance when there are so many other things that are competing for my time. Oh, so it sounds, Ali, like maybe Sailor Moon Crystal is a good show, and we should give it a I, shot. I mean, maybe, but like, uh, I could also just go and watch Vice Kreutz, oh, <laughs> which is also terrible. But you it know, is, it's so bad. I think we discussed but maybe, this. Maybe the problem is we just like terrible things. And quite yeah. disappointment Ooh. likes good things that are nice. Oh, oh see, no. that's the fundamental problem here. <laughs> wow. I think I figured it out. Oh no. <laughs> we're just we're just terrible people. Okay, so you read the manga. Did you read the Sailor V manga? Of course I did. Okay, because I'm about to start it. Is it good? before I invest my time in it. Oh yeah, like it's it's enjoyable. Um it didn't end up going anywhere because nobody uh, people weren't buying it in Japan and Cass can, you know, talk about the manga industry more than I could, but I enjoyed it. Um she canonically hates cops. So, oh, yeah. a cab. Perfect timing. <laughs> <laughs> I love the mental image of Sailor V running around being like fuck the police. A <laughs> cab. It's somehow very relatable. She heard that public enemy song and she she got on it. Um, that's an oh NWA song, Casey. Isn't that public enemy? <laughs> no, see you guys. I don't NWA know people song. either. <laughs> Wait, was was that not John Mayer? Is that a John Mayer song? <laughs> <laughs> yes, John Mayer. Respect the police. I also would like to say about Sailor Moon Crystals, it's way more like queer. Mm. Sailor Moon is like hella pansexual in it mm-hmm. and she's like down to fuck like everyone and it's great oh i believe it yeah and I, I i've seen i've seen the gifts of uranus giving her a kiss uh, <laughs> and yeah. it was like ooh, spicy and i love it yeah uranus and neptune's relationship is like really like sensual and it's it's really beautiful honestly so but the 90s version has three lesbians and a baby because like when <laughs> Straight, <laughs> um, <laughs> my favorite tom Selleck movie <laughs> <laughs> Which I mean, because Sailor and Crystal hasn't gotten that far yet, but yeah, that. <laughs> oh, yep, that's what I love from the nineties. Also, uh, Sailor Moon season five is my oh, favorite. So like, I finally got to see it as an adult, and it literally is so beautiful and amazing, and I love it. Oh, yeah, stars I'm so glad. is definitely the peak Sailor Moon. 
Yeah. Uh, and it's it's funny how, how you had said that. You, you never saw it. And like, like literally when Cass and I were into it, like we, we saw S and stars. That was like the literal, like that was the entirety of our Sailor Moon diet aside from the deep dub. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. And it was because of eBay. <laughs> no, no. Okay. We saw, we got stars just because on the purple VHS tapes. Oh, yes. The, yes. Uh, on the fan subs. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. Yeah, because yeah, because we're old, right? So like, <laughs> so, so back back in the day, if you wanted to get fan subs of things, you could send some money in an envelope, and somebody would send you back uh, cassette tapes of anime. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> fan subbed. Oh, man, I want to know who is behind. Like, where is that Netflix documentary about the person I who is like doing so fast? Yeah, let's yeah. make it. Like, uh. we we gotta make it. Oh, we are not competent enough for that. Are you kidding? No. Well, all three of us used to be guys. film majors, so. Well, right. That's another difference between your podcast and our podcast is that you have skills. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, we're, we're all former like film majors. We could just be helpful. I like how you oh, say no. that uh, the difference in our podcast is that we have skills. Meanwhile, when I was leaving work on Friday, they were like, who are you recording with? I was like, they have this Sailor Moon podcast. They have like real jobs. So it took a long time for us to schedule this. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a good point, yeah, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> Gotta pay for the house. How is that Patreon going, Ellie? Have we set that up uh, yet? <laughs> it, it exists. Oh, great. Fantastic. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I think I had mentioned it. Like, after we had, like, so so our, so our one of our friends, like, hi, Tris, had asked us where he could send us a couple of bucks. And I was like, sure, I'll set up a Patreon. And then there was the, ooh, we probably shouldn't do this yet. So I said, okay, it's ready when we're ready. Okay. So it's just literally sitting out there. All right. Well, uh, leave us a comment. Let us know if you want to contribute to our Patreon with a comment specifically on iTunes. Don't, like, go to patreon.com. Just put your credit card number into your comment. You have to pay $5 to comment on whether you would support the Patreon. Oh, my God. I'm such a fascist. I would be so for that. I'm like, yes. You got to pay up, bitch. (laughs) Your voice only has worth if it has monetary value. (laughs) Ah, capitalism. (laughs) No, really, we just want to put your dollars towards paying somebody to to help us edit the podcast. That way we can actually get it out faster because, like, like we, we got bills in our real lives mm-hmm. yeah yeah so. uh, yeah it's true our rent I, is so I literally, expensive uh yeah. release three podcast episodes a week and work a full-time job Oof. i get it uh, <laughs> oh my wow. god how how do you like what <laughs> yeah like like this is the true podcast after the podcast <laughs> he's gonna work himself <laughs> us. to death well, when wow. I worked before, because right now I'm just working like 40 hours a week. When I used to work, I would work like 60 to <laughs> 60 to 65 hours a week. So it's not that different for me. <laughs> That's too many hours. Yeah, Skylar constantly says I'm going to gonna die of that uh, that thing that happens in Japan where people work themselves to death. <laughs> totally. Yeah, over, yeah. Please don't do that. Overworking. Anyone. Don't do it. Like everything that I know about Japan is based on anime. So I assume that the two main causes of death are working yourself too much or somebody gets revenge on you for stealing their girlfriend. <laughs> Or your mom right. with a ponytail. Oh, yeah. poor ponytail mom. <laughs> your, your ancient clan warfare. <laughs> uh, I guess there's a lot of anime, huh? That's something. You know, you know, another thing to avoid if you, you know, speaking of Sailor Moon, don't ever go to a deeply discounted opening day sale at a store. Oh, yeah. No. Mm. No, yes. Yeah, no, you'll get never. murdered there. Yeah. I didn't um, know that yeah. until we started this podcast. Because <laughs> it's either I, aliens I, or money laundering. Or both. Mm. Me and an old woman like literally bumped heads one time trying to get uh, <laughs> the same item. 
like headbutted. It, yeah, we, it wasn't at a sale, so it was just at a at a festival where they throw like um talismans off the floats. And so me and this old woman are trying to catch the talisman, and like we bonked heads, and then she ripped it out of my hands and gave me a really dirty look. Oh, oh no! Oh, this oh is my in Japan. God. <laughs> So I, I believe that at a sale, a Japanese old woman would kill me. Okay, so I need to know more about the floats that are throwing talismans. What kind of float? Were you this celebrating super something? Sounds what was like the, the talis- plot of a Sailor Moon episode, can I say? Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, or a Jackie so Chan Adventures a- episode, yes. but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> In Shiga Prefecture, there's a festival. I believe it's called uh, Otsumatsuri, which would be Otsu Festival. They have these giant, really, really tall, like rectangular floats, and they're on wheels. And they get teams of people in their little fundoshi to mm, fundoshi to drag these around with giant ropes. And then each one of these floats has like a little puppet thing on it that they like the puppet does a special thing. And then they throw stuff off the float wow, for you to have. That's adorable. I love that's that. so cute. I don't know what the festival's actually celebrating. I was brought there by a Japanese person. They were like, you will experience festival now. Mm. Great. And I was like, sure, I'll experience festival. Let's do it. Can't spell fundoshi without fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. <I> <laughs> Yeah, everyone needs a Japanese loincloth. Mm. Look, see, I'm I'm on like, I, do you guys are you guys familiar with Gokusen? No, it's a manga and anime series where the teacher is um, secretly the like heir to a yakuza clan. Ooh, and one of <laughs> but one of the things that uh, she says, which I definitely agree with, is real men wear fundoshi. <laughs> Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. I used to, okay, so like when we got like on demand, like back in the way, way, like when it was like first a thing, that was like one of the only animes I had available to me. That's I know hilarious. exactly what you're talking about. I love Gokusen. It was so good. <laughs> it was so good. Oh, man. Yes, that is, oh, sorry, I'm struggling no, suddenly. <laughs> no. You can do it, Jelsey. I'll just talk of Fendoshi. <laughs> Just think about the fundoshi. Let it give you strength. Yes, the fundoshi flowing through me. <laughs> uh, we are very pro uh, pro loincloth on this podcast. Yes. <laughs> I did want to touch upon briefly something that we had talked about before this episode. Um, everyone here is a fan of two things, and it's anime and D&D. And I thought we should at least like touch upon that uh, before we kind of wrap things up. So I, I did want to talk to everybody on the other podcast and also to my actual current hosts about uh how they feel about like you know how anime inspires D or vice versa i guess would really be the case um if you have any like favorite anime that are D uh oriented or if uh you just want to talk about like some characters that you've played stuff like that like let's keep it open and loosey-goosey so i mean i i'm like the biggest D&D nerd in my group of friends even within my like D party i am like the one that dms every game i'm the one that is constantly off to the side theory crafting characters and watching anime and building being like "Ooh, wouldn't it be interesting if like i built this anime character in D and so i think this question is perfectly situated for me <laughs> but i mean awesome. so i in general i think D D right it being that fantasy storytelling medium kind of blends perfectly with anime if you are into that uh obviously that's why things like anime 5e and BSM exists, which is Big Eye, Small Mouth, which is 
long running anime D and D system. But in terms of like D and D and like anime, I my favorite, I guess, kind of D and D esque anime is probably currently Rising of the Shield Hero. Uh, because I feel Rising of the Shield Hero or that time I got reincarnated as a slime are really good for like I think (laughs) building like you know showing like party dynamics and stuff. But there's so many older ones too that are really good. Like I think Berserk is like a really good. I was literally about to say Berserk. Yeah. Yeah, that is an absolute perfect metaphor. Like, that just feels like yeah. a D&D campaign that people did yeah. and then animated. I was thinking of, like, sword art, and it just evolved yeah. into Berserk. But I, I won't I won't talk <laughs> forever about this, because I could literally do another two-hour podcast on D&D. So I will leave, it, leave the floor to everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I got introduced to D&D 15 years ago, something like that. Um, because, uh, I went through that classic, um, phase where you fall in love with a straight guy. So, um, <laughs> it, I was a teenager. Yeah, it was a time. I've, I've we're all been doing there. It. It's the fucking worst. Yeah. Terrible. <laughs> the worst. Trash. Um, uh, <laughs> um, and so, um, you know, in that phase that he was into D and D. And so that's how I got exposed to it. And, um, I will say in my experience with D and D, it really, I guess, as far as the correlation between anime and D and D, like the people who, not to be, I, this is going to sound like, I guess. Well, anyways, I'll just let it be what it is. Like, the people who are best yeah. at D&D are people who have watched anime and have that kind of, like, really broad imagination of what, what can be when it comes to characters and, like, the investment in the character you're creating. I, like, mm-hmm. remember my first character was, like, chaotic, evil, uh, druid priest or something like that. And <laughs> and I just remember. Of course. Right? Just like real life. Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Casey out in the woods hexing some bitches. Oh, yeah. It, it's me and Taylor Swift in the woods doing that stuff or whatever she's up to now. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> my folklore uh, vibe. Um, anyways, um, yeah. So, um, I mean, it's just like there is a definite like, I think if you've had that exposure to anime, because anime is as a world where like, truly, I feel like there isn't really a limit of what things can be. So people who have had that exposure, I think are just better players to have around in your group, because it feels like you can get more immersed mm. and really um, enjoy yourself and make it the world you want it to be. Yeah, that's that's a really interesting idea because uh, I feel like D and D its origins were very much like wargaming. It was about like strategy and about like doing just kind of crunchy numbery stuff. And of course, there was always a fantasy element to it. But I feel like refocusing more on the characters and the plot that you're trying to tell. It's something that mm. anime does so well. Like mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. all of all, I feel like all drama in anime is is based on character interactions mm-hmm. and and things like that. And D and D is a really good place for that sort of stuff. But it kind of needs. That's that's a real. I love that take because it's interesting yeah. that D and D can be improved with an infusion of that kind of attitude, mm-hmm. especially like with the benefit added benefit of like a little bit three point five, but five E became so much more storytelling focused mm-hmm. as opposed to that cr- yes. like very crunchy yeah. like you know mm-hmm. like zero to hit modifiers and all that trash from like D and D and Advanced Dungeons and Dragons where you uh. like it was so math heavy and I think it was so hard to get people into it mm-hmm. but now D and D is like so widespread because it's such a storytelling medium mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah right I think just like the plot of Utna would be an amazing campaign because mm. like just yes, it yes, is yes, so yes, character yes yes yes, yes. <laughs> sorry, sorry, my Ikuhara stand is showing again. Stan, I did it again. Stan, <laughs> Ali, we've talked about this. <laughs> Skylar, save us. 
I mean, like, <laughs> I I haven't watched a whole lot. I think I've only seen, like, the first eight episodes. But just, like, I am, like, a very visual person. Uh, so, like, anytime I do play D&D, like, I'm all about character design. Honestly, that's kind of, like, a problem because I'm... It's kind of like the same thing with The Sims. I want to create like all the characters, <laughs> but once they're done, I'm like, all right, well, that was fun. <laughs> Me too. But like, just like color wise of like, of that world, just like thinking of all the characters you would like um, meet through like a campaign. Like, oh, there's a fucking Rose Bride? Like, that, how's that not D&D? Like, it's a very good question. I get, presumably because Allie hasn't figured out how to DM yet. And when she does. <laughs> uh, no, it's because Allie wants to be the Rose Bride. See, when, oh, you, okay. when you DM, you're everyone. Oh, there will be no players. The the <laughs> Allie's playing all the characters by herself. But I mean, it's true, because like, when you DM, like you are 98% of the cast, and then your players are the other 2%. Mm-hmm. Unless you're <laughs> me true. when I don't want to play and I just get to be the NPCs. <laughs> I think that's a fun solution to that. If you're feeling, if you're not feeling your own character and you just want to like do some stuff with your friends, I think that's fun. Because PJ has a campaign with like his super close knit friends. And so like if they're having like a campaign and I'm like invited, I don't have like a character. Well, now I do. But I don't really have a character to, you know, like step into. So I just help PJ with the storytelling. Mm. Yeah, that's fun. I love that. I love the co-DMing. I feel like that's super helpful uh, as as somebody who DMs a lot and has for a long time. Like it's it's actually a, a huge benefit to have somebody kind of on your side to help you with stuff and, and give you like time to vamp and to think about things like that's that's awesome. I love that. And I actually recommend that for people who might be listening and looking for ways to get into D&D that don't maybe involve a character sheet that don't involve you know, some of the the mathier stuff, just kind of jumping and being like, I'm going to just play this NPC or, you know, the this group of NPCs or whatever and help you to run the game. Yeah. Like, that's super fun. I love that. Sometimes mm. it's a problem because I don't know how to <laughs> role play. That's not true. She role plays oh. really like, okay. hard. <laughs> okay. So I guess PJ will ask me to role play a certain way and I just have... Like, I interpret it, like, a different mm. way. And I go oh, with the like, way I interpret I it. Like, a, like mm. a character who's, like, really into someone. Like, just, like, yeah, just act like you're, like, really in love with them. She's, like, got it, Sundere. Sundere <laughs> as hell. No, oh, no, no, she no, goes yandere. Yandere. No, not Sundere. Yandere. Yandere. Psychopathic Yandere. That's what she goes. Oh, God. <laughs> I was, like, I hear you. And I was, like, I'm obsessed. I you have to die. <laughs> So you just take what he says and turn it to 11. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> it. Uh, speaking of D&D, I know we kind of talked about this a little off pod, but um, uh, Anime 5e mm. is like a, a Kickstarter that just wrapped. Did you guys take a look at that at all? Yes. Allie kickstarted it. I did, um, because husband in the pod uh, said, I'm going to kickstart this. Can I use the credit card? And I said, okay, I'm, uh, I'm already on it. <laughs> Don't worry. Uh, this is a priority. That's just double support. Woo. Yeah. Yeah, so we, we kickstarted it. I have all of the Bessem Sailor Moon rule books that people have gifted me over the years, but I've never actually played anything in that system. Mm-hmm. But we play a lot of fifth edition <laughs> uh, D&D. So I'm very excited to to see what the system brings. And I will not be DMing. I know that everyone was just trying to convince me to, but I, I have a very, I have a difficult time like coming up with things when I feel like I'm put mm. on the spot. Which is all DMing. Mm-hmm. 
Exactly. Yeah. And it's, it's, so it's just an anxiety thing for me. Um, so I am happy to be what, whatever, like whatever weird fantasy race or whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh, this, yeah. uh, and you know, honestly, like DMs need players. So you always, you'll always have a seat at the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I usually tend to do, I always, I'll DM a large campaign, like a full scale campaign. And what I did after my last one, because I wanted a break, just because I had done such a, like I'd ran the campaign for like a year. I bought each of my players a one shot I thought they would love to run. And they each ran a one shot like every subsequent week until I was ready for the next big campaign. No, it was, okay. So he had this campaign um, and it was so cool. Basically, uh, you woke up. And it was like your afterlife, and you were in a certain part of like Disneyland, and oh, you yeah, were a Disney was, character. That was like Lauren's ah. thing. Oh, that's fun. Uh, I want that so, so bad. Uh, I just want to be every princess. <laughs> <laughs> See, I went as Crunk. Beautiful. Yes. Oh gosh, oh. the great mouse detective. <laughs> Wow, that's a ship I didn't know I needed. (laughs) (laughs) No, honestly, though, we became like really close in that the game that I played with you guys because of the squirrel friend. Like, Crunk is like good with animals. He basically has speaks with animals, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Yep. Squeaker squeaks. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Well, that is, I think. Probably a good point for us to kind of turn things down. It's it's uh, getting to the end of our time here with our dear friends. And I just wanted to say thank you so much again to our guests for coming on and talking with us about anime and D&D and all that good stuff. And I'm really hopeful that we can do this again, actually, because this was so much fun. Yeah, no, this is <laughs> yeah. a total blast. Thanks for having us. Super fun. So much fun. I would love mm-hmm. it. Oh, fantastic. Okay. Well. Yay. 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 <laughs> Yay. I had so much fun. If you didn't love it, you're still morally obligated to say that. You are that still you did. morally obliga- obligated to leave us, rate, rate and review us five stars on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> Yay. Wait, the other hosts are or just the people listening? Yay. I'm confused. Just the people I will listening. Say, I've already ra- rated and reviewed you five stars on Apple Podcasts. So. Oh, thank you. That listeners, if you want to be guests on our podcast, that's how you do it. (laughs) That's how you get here. That's the secret in. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh my god. Speaking of that, do you guys want to plug anything before we wrap things up here? You know, we're Kawaii Disappointment. You can find us on all social medias at Kawaii Desu Pod. You can find us at our website, kawaiidesupod.com. We're on TikTok as We're well. We're on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We have our Facebook groups you can join. And you can check out our conversation with Her Not Cousins over on our feed as like a sister episode to this one. Yeah. But, uh, that's all I've got. Sister, sister. I'd like to plug um, for people who are like insecure about your body, but you just want to show your feet, but you want to make some cash. I'd like to plug myonlyfeet.com. I'd like to... Uh... <laughs> Show off some feet, get some cash. Just kidding. Oh, no. <laughs> Casey's just like plugging his OnlyFans. Oh, not that kind of plug. So, and just it's going to turn out that like. Just a, just a nice ankle shot. I mean, OnlyFans doesn't have to be sexual. Like You say that because you've already. Be. Skylar's already got an OnlyFans name picked out just in case. I, I feel like you have to. That's just. In, that's. Yeah. yeah you, uh, you never know. Good to be prepared. It's going to be great when it turns out all hundred of the people listening to this are just foot fetishists. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is how you're going to get that viral push. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. Fantastic. No. <laughs> push right off a fucking cliff. <laughs> <laughs> I think it could 
like a closing oh. bit would be like, what would your OnlyFans name be? Oh yeah. Oh. All right. If oh, God. if you mm. tuned out because you thought we were gonna go into the credits and you missed this, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go down the list. Uh, my OnlyFans account is called... I don't know. Uh, Allie, you go first. I need time. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm on the spot. This is why I don't DM. Cassie. <laughs> I feel like Allie's should be um, the name that she has in our, in our other Discord server. Creamy Mommy. Ooh. Oh, God. <laughs> it's per- perfect. Yes, yes. I- I'm your magical girl. Uh, <laughs> Again, I've seen that hentai, so. Uh. Um, I don't I don't have a name myself, but um, when I was in Japan, there was a really horrible abandoned um, soap land that was called Milk Hole. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> so I don't know what kind of OnlyFans that would be, but you yes. know. <laughs> I've got mine. I've got mine. mine. A naughty one. <laughs> mine is called Toes Nami, like Tonami, but Toes Nami. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah. Good, 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 good. <gasps> no, no, that's 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 the name of my only fans. Dick dub. <laughs> Dick dub. <laughs> nice no, job. No. Is it spelled uh, just D-I-K instead of D-I-C? Yeah. Yeah, yes. <laughs> and it's just it's just pictures of dick dicks. <laughs> that's exactly what oh, it is. Oh, I love dick dicks. <laughs> My OnlyFans is me uh, solely cosplaying naked as Brock from Pokemon, and it's and my OnlyFans name is Brock Hart. Oh my god! Yep. Yes. Yep. Oh boy! Damn All it. right. Yeah, I've also. You guys seen are that too porn. good at puns. <laughs> See, mine wasn't actually like a pun. It literally was just like, well, if we get desperate enough, I could be a, a cute <laughs> like plus size cat girl on OnlyFans, and so I went with Rudy and Kitty, <laughs> which is now my Twitter. <laughs> I was like, that sounds familiar. <laughs> you, you, you've thrown it out too early. <laughs> and uh, I, I've landed on mine after thinking about it. I'm going to name mine Kawaii Disappointment. Yay! <laughs> it's so good. It's a stan account. Like a stan fucking OnlyFans account. <laughs> you like strip to our like audio clips? Yes. <laughs> It's Sky. Like- She's stripping, and it's, it's like Skylar telling a trauma story in the background. <laughs> it's a fun fact trauma it's story. A fun fact trauma story. <laughs> yes. Oh gosh. All right. Well, thanks so much for having. Thank us you again. guys. Thank you so much. Um, before we go, uh, Ali, would you mind letting everyone know how they can get in contact with us? <laughs> we, we hope that we haven't scared you all off. You can find us on wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. Uh, and if it's not up anywhere, let me know and I will get it up. We are at NotCousinsCast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, we will never be on TikTok because that is just something that as soon as I start thinking about it, gives me a level of anxiety I cannot ex- adequately express. Same. Um, but we're available uh, for to, for you to listen at they'renotcousinscast.com, uh, which is a pretty swank website, if I do say so myself. Mm. And I just showed my age by calling it swank. Yeah, yeah. I did. <laughs> I'll see myself out. <laughs> uh, we'd also like to thank Zach Meow, as always, who wrote and produced our theme music. Please check him out on iTunes and Spotify. Uh, and that is it for our show. We'll be back next time, and I really hope that you'll join us. I'm Josie. I'm Allie. I'm Cassie. I'm PJ. I'm Skylar. And I'm hungry. Just kidding. I'm Casey. <laughs> And we may not know everything about Sailor Moon, but we do know they're They're not not cousins. cousins. (laughs) Good job, everyone. We did it. Thank you so much. (laughs) 